Welcome to Beyond the Lines. I'm your host, Jason Davis. You can follow this podcast on Facebook at Beyond the Lines Podcast, on Instagram, Beyond the Lines Podcast, and also Twitter at underscore Beyond the Lines. This is episode 10, and I'll be talking about dual sport athletes. When we talk about some of the best dual sport athletes of all time, names such as Deion Sanders, Bo Jackson, Jim Brown, Jim Thorpe, Bullet Bob Hayes, Marion Jones, and many others come to mind. These athletes put in the time, commitment, and dedication to excel at the top of two sports. It isn't easy doing a lot of things at once. Multitasking takes talent and a lot of time management skills. Sometimes just doing three or four things back to back one at a time can also come at a dizzying pace and can make for some intense moments. Think about a multi-sport athlete, especially one who is 12, 13, 14, or 15 years old. These young boys and girls are still trying to figure life out and are faced with endless tasks of playing sport after sport after sport while also trying to balance the life chore of figuring out who they are, how to do well in school, and building a social life. Some even have a job. With the advancement of the need for sports to be an everyday thing, the activities now overlap and kids can be seen going to two or even three different sports practices or camps a day during the summer and even in some cases during the calendar school year. So let's talk about a few issues surrounding dual athlete. Number one, you may ask yourself, how is playing multiple sports beneficial? Where can it be a detriment? The benefits of playing multiple sports are many. First, they're competing for an entire season instead of just practicing. The more an athlete can put themselves in a competitive situation, it will not only help them in all sports, but also help them in life. Second, playing other sports minimizes the risk of overuse injuries as more sports focus on different movements, therefore different muscles, and it prevents overtraining injuries. Third, Taking a season to play another sport allows a mental break and prevents burnout from focusing completely on one sport. Fourth, playing other sports means you are spending more time with your teammates, building chemistry, building a bond. Last, if you play a sport that you may not be great at, you're going to learn how to handle adversity and struggle through something difficult that will likely benefit you along the way in your main sport. The detriments can be that it is very time consuming to play multiple sports and it takes greater time management skills to make it work. It makes it more difficult to have a job during the high school year. They may fall slightly behind skill-wise in their primary sport by not focusing on it year-round, but very few actually have the discipline to truly work on one sport year-round, and so all the benefits of playing multiple sports often outweigh any deficit in skill development. Multiple sports creates a well-rounded athlete, both physically and mentally. From a physical perspective, you get the standard development of muscle groups that you don't normally use in a sport, which in turn strengthens the body. The mental component is as beneficial, especially in team dynamics. It helps an athlete to face adversity in a variety of settings to help them cope with whatever may come up during the season. Number two, from a coach's standpoint, there are challenges in dealing with dual sport athletes. The biggest challenge is primarily in time management. It takes some planning and coordination with the other sports coaches to allow for dual sport athletes to miss as little as possible. Each coach's sport is the most important to them, so you have to work to be flexible and understanding. Number three, kids make the sacrifice people may not realize the amount of time it takes. Many athletes that play more than one sport in a season have very little downtime. They often leave from one practice and go directly to another. 
they often eat in the car on the way so that they can practice for those three hours, then an hour car ride home, then their homework, often going to bed at midnight. The benefits of playing multiple sports can be very significant. There is a good amount of research that proves youth athletes should participate in multiple sports. Here's a quick stat according to Tracking Football. More than 90% of Super Bowl 53 players were multi-sport athletes. There are several reasons athletes should participate in multiple sports. Number one, avoid burnout. Kids love variety and new experiences. Playing the same sport, seeing the same players, and working with the same coach for multiple years has a high chance for burnout. Keeping them active in different sports will help them be motivated. Number two, reduce injury. The pressure by parents and coaches to achieve success in a single sport leads to overtraining. A study released in 2016 by the National Federation of High School Associations shows that high school athletes who specialize in a single sport are 70% more likely to suffer an injury during their playing season than those who play multiple sports. Number three, different experiences. Playing with new coaches, new players, and learning a new game while tapping into different skill sets broadens a youth athlete's experience. Most parents want the best for their child, so why not let them play multiple sports and give them some authority in making a decision on what they like to do best? Why multi-sport athletes have advantages. Here are some positives associated with youth athletes playing multiple sports. Number one, multi-sport athletes have a much higher chance of being active as an adult. Number two, a variety of movements and activities can limit the occurrence of overuse injuries associated with just one sport or skill. Number three, playing multiple sports gives athletes time to heal and develop different muscle groups and movement patterns. Number four, multi-sport athletes haven't had that intense emphasis on one sport and are more likely to retain their love of the game. Number five, Different types of skills can be applied from one sport to the next. This enhances hand-eye coordination, balance, endurance, explosion, communication, and agility. One main disadvantage of being a multi-sport athlete is the fact that time is limited. When there is little or no off-season, there are limited days for skill development for a specific sport. Here are a few risks for specializing in one sport. Number one, social isolation. Number two, limits overall athletic development. And number three, limits mental toughness. Parents want the best for their children and playing multiple sports has proven to reduce injury, broaden experiences, increase mental toughness, and helps with overall athletic development. The reason that most kids started playing sports was due to parental influence and there is a good chance that your son or daughter was playing just to have some fun. So let's help them by being aware that playing multiple sports may be the best advice for developing our youth. So now let's meet this episode's special guests. So my special guest today is Cameron. She's 14 years old. She's from Maryland. She swims and plays lacrosse. We also have Braden, who's 12 years old. He plays football and lacrosse, and he lives in Florida. Welcome to the show, guys. Hi. Hello. All right, so thanks for being on the show. Today we're talking about dual sport athletes, and being that you guys play multiple sports, I want to get you guys' opinion on a lot of this information, okay? Okay. Okay. All right, so Cameron, I'll start with you. Was it your decision to play multiple sports, or was it more of your parents' idea? I think it just worked out that way for me. Lacrosse wasn't my idea. Lacrosse, my mom got me into lacrosse, but swim is something that I've done from like, I guess you would say age two or three. So I guess the schedules of those two just overlapped and it was my idea to keep going in it. My parents gave me the opportunity multiple times to drop one or take one less serious than the other, but I didn't choose to do it. I chose to stick it out and play both sports as well as I could. Okay. And what about you, Brayden? So my dad, he got me into football, but I got myself into lacrosse. That's how it worked for me. All right. So, Brayden, do you feel that playing multiple sports is making you a better well-rounded athlete? 
yes, it helps. It like it makes me feel better and it makes me like look better in public and stuff. Because when I'm running like up and down the field, I get faster and that can help my endurance and pace. Okay. And what about you, Cameron? I definitely think it helps my athleticism. I think using different muscles for swim and lacrosse, they help each other. In lacrosse, you're running all the time, you're using your legs. So I'm a defender, so I'm always in a low squat, and that helps in swim with your the power in your legs, and swim helps with your coordination and knowing where your body is in the water. So that definitely helps. They both translate to each other. Okay, great. Now, Cameron, how do you feel about the effort that we as parents or coaches have done in promoting and encouraging young athletes to play multiple sports instead of just one? I think now, I think it's better than it has been in the past because I remember before a lot of my coaches would say, this is the priority or lacrosse is you know more important than swim or swim is more important than the other. And now my coaches have become more of a, we understand that this sport helps you do this. So if you feel the need that that practice at that time is more important or that practice may cut into this one is more important, they allow that more. So I think as parents and coaches, that encouragement has grown to be more suitable for my mindset, which is to do both and be very good at both. Okay, very good. And what about you, Brayden? Yeah, I agree. So whenever I'm like down onto the field or I have like, so I have two sports and they'll interact with each other sometimes. So I'll have like practices and games on the same day. And if a game's like not important, my coaches will like send me off to my football game or lacrosse game, doesn't matter. So what does a coach consider important? Uh, Every game is important, uh, whether it's a regular season game or a playoff game. So how do they determine what game is important? Well, they determine what game is important because they'll talk to me for like a little bit and then they'll like decide, do I really need to play in this rec season and I need to play into this not so good team? Whether like football, I could just go on to a championship and they'll let me play. So they, they'll think that that's more important than the rec season when I'm playing just a regular game and it won't affect anything. Okay. Do you have that same situation as well, Cameron? Yeah. For example, today I had one game for my club team, which is like a ranked team. It's like a national, my national team that we've you know won championships in many games with. I had a game like that today, this morning. And I also had another game for a team that wasn't as good. It was kind of just like a spring thing and for me I know which one is more important because that's just how I am and I know that my club team is more important we have better goals than the other one so I think you know knowing where your team is going and where the potential is and which one you have put more practice into is a key in knowing which one is more important. Okay now Cameron you swim and play lacrosse do you like one sport more than the other and if so why? I would probably say that I like lacrosse better, even though I do enjoy swimming with my team and just by myself, I would say I enjoy lacrosse better just because for me, lacrosse is something where even though swim is an individual sport and I do like being alone, lacrosse is something I do with the team. I also like doing that together or doing things as a team. I Lacrosse for me, it's a mindset because you can be really good at lacrosse and not have a really good mindset. And for me, it's about finding that mindset and that's kind of where I let like the stress from school maybe go. And in swim, it's more stress on me because you always want to be the fastest. Okay. And what about you, Braden? Are you uh, taking lacrosse over football? No, I feel like I'd take football over lacrosse due to the fact that I started football when I was six and I've never stopped liking it. 
And I think that I'll get better every day if I just keep on doing the same, like practice, training, same with lacrosse, but I just, I take football over lacrosse. Okay. All right. So I'm going to, for a second here, I'm going to get away from the dual sport athlete topic. And I want to talk to you guys about a couple of episodes I've done in the past and get you guys take on those topics. Um, So about a few weeks ago, I did a show on role models. I had on a brother and a sister. uh, They're both teenagers. And they talked about their role models. The brother, he plays football, baseball, basketball, and the sister, she does soccer uh, for the most part. And they talked about their role models. Brayden, who's your role model? Probably my parents, because they always like encourage me to get better and they'll like pump me up before games. So they're probably my role model. Okay. And what about you, Cameron? My role models, definitely my parents and my grandparents, especially my grandparents and my whole family, really, they'll call me and ask me when my next game is. And all of them were athletes before, so I look up to them and their worth ethic. Awesome. Now, over a month ago, I did an episode on women in male-dominated sports. I interviewed a 15-year-old high school wrestler, and I asked her about her thoughts in women in male-dominated sports, considering there was a the first woman to referee a Super Bowl game. There's a woman who's coaching Boston Red Sox minor league team. And I asked her her thoughts on that, and her response was, quote, female empowerment. Women can do anything men can do, end quote. Cameron, what are your thoughts when you see or hear about women in male-dominated sports? For me, the first thing that comes to mind is soccer, because that's a very popular, I guess, case you could say of this, where women are being paid as much as men, but they win more and they have more attraction to the sport. And when I hear female and men dominated in like the sports industry for me that's something that needs I guess to be talked about more from both parties both male and female absolutely I completely agree with you and what about you Brayden what are your thoughts when you hear about in women and male dominated sports I agree so women should have as much rights as males I think that when the woman who played in the Super Bowl She probably got paid a lot, which would probably boost up her money. And I feel like women should have the same rights as men. Okay. Well, two weeks ago, I did an episode on the race issue in this country. And over the past year, we've seen protests, whether it's Black Lives Matter. Cameron, you mentioned the women's soccer players and certainly women's soccer, men's soccer. They've all worn t-shirts. They've voiced their opinions in terms of the racial injustice in this country. So when you see that and you and you look at that and you take a look back over the past year what are your thoughts on the race issue in this country for me i think the race issue in this country is deeper than just people getting shot and it goes back further than just last year's summer for me it's something that everyone needs to come together and address whether you know despite your politics and despite what you may think there are you know studies and statistics and if if a specific community is being negatively affected in some way by another group or another group of people that I think it's our job to sit back and listen to them and figure out how to be a part of the solution and not the problem. Okay. And what are your thoughts on we as parents and coaches and adults have done in order to improve the race situation in this country? Have we done a good enough job? For example, parents, I think parents have a big influence on how you think just in general. And I also think parents have a big influence on your politics, which unfortunately has played a big part into how people think in this race issue. And I think parents need to do a better job of letting their kid decide for themselves what they believe. There's a lot of people on both sides who just say what their parents believe and what they've been taught to think and say. And I think as coaches, 
they're trying to get us to think as individuals and not just as the next player as themselves. So I think there is improvement being taken and there needs to be more improvement in both aspects. Okay. You mentioned politics. Has politics been a negative or a positive in this race issue? I think politics has been both specifically negative being most people, I would just say most people on the right, conservative, Republicans, whatever you would say would, I guess, I want to say attack, but I guess criticize the Black Lives Matter protest as the new, I think Tommy Lauren, Lauren said it was like the new KKK. And to me, that's not what it is. I think, you know, a lot of people on the right have said that also a lot of people on the left have attacked people on the right for what happened on January 6th and them comparing it back and forth. So I definitely think politics is being played and, you know, altering people's morals and how they think ethically. Very good points you made there. What are your thoughts, Brayden? I think it's not right what the people are doing to show the race. I understand that people are getting beat up by their race or their gender. And I feel like the parents are going and the people are going a little bit too overhand with what they're doing due to the fact like we've seen all these videos all over the internet and stuff social media about like them destroying cop cars i feel like that's not right i understand that they might have done something wrong but it's not right just to invade and do that i would agree with you and i think most people would agree with you my follow-up question to you then Braden, is a lot of the nfl players or even nba players you can stretched out to even soccer players and, and other sports, they've done it in a quiet way, taking the knee. And yet they've been told that's not the right way to do it. So if burning down cars and, and looting and, and all those things are wrong, which I would completely agree with that, and most people would, then would it would be the right way for them to go about protesting, but yet being heard what their gripes are about? Yeah. So I feel like football players and the NFL players are doing a good job with what their respect towards the race is and stuff on how they're kneeing. And I feel like that's respectful to them. Okay. All right. So finally, Cameron, I'll start with you. What is your advice to any young athlete who is thinking about playing multiple sports? I think it's about balance. Not even just between those two sports, but those two sports in school or whatever you have to do outside of those two sports. I say it's all about confidence in yourself in both sports and confidence to manage. Because once you think about maybe something overwhelming, then it will just snowball and snowball and you won't, you know, get out of that depression or whatever you have. I think it's also about uh, managing your time wisely. You know, if you have a school assignment that you need that you need to get done, but then you also have practice, which one are you going to do before the other? Okay, so it's all about balance. Yes. Okay, and what about you, Brayden? I'd say if you put in the work, then it makes practice, which makes perfect. And then I say that you should always believe in yourself, which motivates you to get ready. And when you're trying to play two sports at once, you just got to put it on the calendar and get ready for whatever coming up. Great advice. Well, I appreciate both of you guys being on the show. I've had on a performance specialist coach several weeks ago, and we talked about playing multiple sports. Now, you guys are 14 and 12 years old, so I recommend that you guys continue playing multiple sports. It's very uh, helpful for you guys to do so. You don't need to specialize at this particular point. You guys are too young to specialize. That time will come. But at this particular point, continue to play both sports, and I wish you guys the best of luck in whatever you choose to do. Thank you so much. All right. Thank, thank you. Guys, thank you guys for being on the show. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Once again, I'd like to thank Cameron and Braden for joining the show. 
So what are the three takeaways from today's episode? Number one, parents, encourage your son or daughter to play multiple sports so that they can enhance their mental, physical, and social development. Number two, coaches, work together when coaching a dual sport athlete. In the end, it's their growth as an athlete and as a person that's most important. And number three, athletes, if possible, play multiple sports. It can only improve you off the field just as much as it does on the field. That concludes episode number 10. If you enjoy this show, I ask that you tell a friend to tell a friend. If you enjoy this podcast, I ask that you subscribe. Please tune in next Tuesday for the next episode. As always, thanks for listening. Take care.